When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a wishful explorer of a galaxy far, far away. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. And just a heads up, I am feeling a little bit mentally down today, so if my tone of voice sounds a little less excited, I'm sorry about that. I'm doing my best. We're going to power through today's episode as best as we can. Let's do it. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Today, in 2002, the second installment in the Star Wars prequel series, Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, opened in cinemas. The film starred Hayden Christensen, Natalie Portman, Ewan McGregor, Samuel L. Jackson, and Christopher Lee, and was directed by George Lucas. It's, um, had a rough time on the cultural landscape and is generally considered one of the worst installments in the nine-part franchise, plus two standalone films. The convoluted plot, poor character chemistry, bad CGI, and arguably egregious acting on the part of lead actor Christensen did not really do much for the movie though it's still a fun film to revisit now if you're a Star Wars fan. But let's back up. The first Star Wars movie, Episode Four: A New Hope, came out in 1977. Then it was called Star Wars. It was a major cultural phenomenon. The film followed the adventures of a young man named Luke Skywalker who went on a hero's journey to uncover his connection with an ancient sect called the Jedi who used a power called the Force. The journey included a mentor, Obi-Wan Kenobi, a princess, Princess Leia, a charming rogue, Han Solo, a couple of droids, and a sworn enemy, Darth Vader. It's a pretty typical tale, but this one took place a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. One full of massive space stations and hyperspeed and aliens of all types, shapes, and sizes. Star Wars was quickly followed by two more installments in the trilogy, The Empire Strikes Back, considered by many to be one of the best movies in cinematic history, and Return of the Jedi, and concluded with Luke defeating his enemy, who, spoiler alert, turns out to be his father, and sparing the galaxy from war and mass death. But Star Wars creator George Lucas had intended the original trilogy to be a part of a larger series. He started with episode 4 because he wanted to make three prequel films that would dig into how Darth Vader became such a big, bad guy. Vader, you see, was a Jedi gone wrong, and it was important to Lucas to show how a young man named Anakin Skywalker transformed into the evil Empire's leading force. 
The much-anticipated first prequel, Episode One: The Phantom Menace, premiered in 1999. It told the story of how a young Obi-Wan, played by McGregor, ended up mentoring a young enslaved boy with intense force powers. That boy, of course, was Anakin. Also involved was a Jedi Knight named Qui-Gon Jinn, who initially found Anakin, a young queen named Padme, Amidala, and a pre-Darth Vader baddie called Darth Maul. The Phantom Menace was not very good. In the original trilogy, Lucas was reined in by studio executives and the film editors, the latter of whom did the hero's work of getting rid of a lot of exposition and bad dialogue. In the prequels, Lucas was given full artistic freedom, which meant a lot of exposition, bad dialogue, obvious CGI, and convoluted plot stayed in the final cuts. For reference, the movie has a 53% rotting rating on Rotten Tomatoes, in case you don't trust what I'm talking about. Fast forward to Attack of the Clones. In The Phantom Menace, Anakin was a little kid played by an actor named Jake Lloyd. In Attack of the Clones, which takes place 10 years later, he was replaced by Hayden Christensen, whose previous credits included a TV show about troubled teens called Higher Ground. In this movie, Anakin is now training to be a Jedi, under the watchful eye of Obi-Wan. He's also developed a little bit of a crush on Padme. Now, I'm going to try to describe the plot of the movie to you, but again, this was Lucas untethered. So, Amidala, who is very important to the health of the Galactic Republic, is the subject of two assassination attempts. Obi-Wan basically makes Anakin her bodyguard, a task complicated by the fact that Anakin is falling in love with her. The chemistry between Christensen and Natalie Portman is the suspect. At some point, he has a dream about his mother who is still on his planet of Tatooine. He goes back to Tatooine, finds that his mother was kidnapped by Tusken raiders and is dying. She dies in his arms, and then he kills the entire Tusken tribe. This is some foreshadowing. Meanwhile, Obi-Wan tries to find out which bounty hunter is responsible for the attacks on Amidala's life. He finds out through some nifty detective sleuthing, that they're actually an army of clones getting built on a planet in the galaxy, and the Republic is getting these clones in place to go to war against the Jedi. There's some fighting, we learn where beloved original Star Wars character Boba Fett comes from, hint hint, he's a clone. There's more fighting, Jedi Master Yoda uses a lightsaber, there's a bad guy named Count Dooku who is vaguely familiar, and at the end of the movie, there's the start of something called the Clone Wars, and Anakin and Padme get secret married. We also learn that there are some dark forces running the Galactic Senate, which is important later, since the bad guys behind the original trilogy's empire end up taking over the government by the end of the prequels. The movie, again, is not good, and it is perhaps best known for Hayden Christensen's incredibly bad delivery of a really bad line about sand. I don't like sand. It's all coarse and rough and irritating and it gets everywhere. Really gripping stuff there. It did set things up nicely for the following installment, 2005's Revenge of the Sith. We see Anakin's explosive anger in action, and we learn how wielders of the dark side of the Force are gearing up to turn the government from the pretty chill galactic republic that we now see in the prequels to the not-so-chill, evil-planet-destroying empire in the original trilogy. Still, it got a 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. But ratings aside, here are some fun facts about Attack of the Clones. Samuel L. Jackson had Bad Motherfucker engraved on his lightsaber. Samuel L. Jackson also asked that his lightsaber be purple because he thought it would be cool. He was right. At some point in the movie, Anakin's shadow is in the shape of Darth Vader, 
this is quite literally foreshadowing, the clones being built in the movie later become stormtroopers, the Empire's very recognizable foot soldiers. This is the first movie also where Yoda is entirely computer-generated. It was probably a mistake, though. As we know, Star Wars is one of the most iconic series because of its puppeteering that actually happened on set. And lastly, everyone hated the character Jar Jar Binks from The Phantom Menace, since the character was ridiculous and also kind of racist because he talked in an exaggerated Caribbean patois. As a tongue-in-cheek reference to all the Jar Jar hate, the working title for this film was Jar Jar's Big Adventure. Luckily, Jar Jar was barely in this one. And that's pretty much Attack of the Clones, so happy birthday. And now for today's music fact, we have a really special guest here to talk about a special day in their life. We have Quinn Christofferson. Take it away, Quinn. Hey, I'm Quinn Christofferson, and May 16th, 2019 was the day I was announced the winner of NPR's 2019 Tiny Desk Contest. Um, I was taken so by surprise. I got the call um, late afternoon, and by 5 p.m., I had all my closest friends and family in my backyard hanging around the fire, and my dad brought all the s'mores fixins, and I just remember us passing around the guitar, sharing songs, and till the sun finally went low enough around 11 it was dark we could project music videos on the house and everybody had a favorite music video to share and that's what we did we just shared and celebrated and it was really nice and for today's final segment i'll be going back into my own photo archives to see what i was up to on a may 16th in my life May 16th, 2019, I took a flight to Brooklyn, New York. It was the beginning of a little trip that I had to go work on my first full-length album, The Masquerade. I landed at like midnight and I had to drive to an Airbnb, get in a little Uber, go to an Airbnb where I was going to meet Robbie, aka Cave Town for the first time, and live with him for the next week, two weeks even. Um, and I saw my room for the first time, which happened to be uh, it had no windows. It was extremely dusty. It had one singular light. And that was that. I, it was safe to say that it was a very dark time, um, both mentally and, and physically being in that room, but working on my album every single day, was super exciting. And I'm sure that I'll have more memories to share with you all as we continue with these next few episodes of the podcast in the coming weeks. Thanks for going back in time with me. You can remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.